Guys, Ryan Bidolf here, blogging from Paradise. Sit tight for a sec as we get the simulcast up and running. Alrighty. Gonna do a live video and podcast because I wanted to delve into a topic today that is generating a lot of comments on blogging from Paradise. Oops. And that is the topic, is blogging relevant? Now, before we dive in to the live video on YouTube and Facebook, and it's a new location, guys, so I don't know how the connection is. It seems like it's fast, but I never quite know what the connection's like for live videos until I broadcast live. This is part of the digital nomad lifestyle. You're changing locations a lot. I'm going to be settling into here in this location in New Jersey, my home state, <clears throat> for at least two months. So, not at least, but for two months. Is this light up? Whatever. So we'll see how it goes. But uh, this will be broadcast live on YouTube, on Facebook, and also I'll record it as a podcast and place this bad boy on anchor.fm. So before we dive in, guys, you guys know the drill by now. My blog is bloggingfromparadise.com. I publish blog posts to help you out, uh, create and publish courses for you. I have two courses to help you become a professional blogger. One of the courses, how to become a pro blogger in five steps. One is how to get featured on world famous blogs. If you wanna, hey Mark, Aaron, <clears throat> if you want to go that route, gain exposure on top high-level blogs, and I also have written a number of blogging manuals, similar ebooks, really. Ultimately, they're only ebooks, but they're PDFs that are really in-depth. So you could check them out on bloggingfromparadise.com if you need help with your blog. So, is blogging still relevant? And for the intents and purposes of this post, I didn't say post video podcast. I'll say in 2022, but I don't want to add that to the blog post itself because I published a post recently on this topic just because that makes it irrelevant. That's the downside. It might rake for a bit, but you have to keep changing URLs and titles when you add the year, which I get. Those posts tend to rank people in the search, but I just want to say it's blog is relevant. So coffee time. <clears throat> Since... Again, I'm seeing a lot of comments in response to this post on my blog. I wanted to talk about it because you may be thinking, do I want to blog? Do I want to put the time and energy? I just saw someone, someone ask a question on Twitter, thinking about starting a blog, you know, looking for advice, which is awesome to ask for advice. Anybody out there who's blogging? And I shared my thoughts. And for a lot of us guys, we're thinking about getting into blogging but we want to know if it's still relevant. Are we getting into something that's quote-unquote dead or that's not really alive and well and maybe people are moving away from it and want to invest the time and energy? And that's a really good question. So before we dive in to answering the question, let's look up per Oxford Languages. You could look that up on YouTube. Dictionary. The definition for relevant, it's a good idea to explore that. Relevant means, and again, according to Oxford Languages, appropriate to the current time period or circumstances of contemporary interest. 
basically, guys, it just means is blogging current? Is it timely? Is it relevant? Is it meaningful, incredible, and trusted right now? Is it something that if you engage in blogging in this activity to help people, are people still reading blogs? Are people still commenting on blogs? Are people still purchasing courses through blogs and hiring bloggers to coach them or to freelance write for them through blogs? And I thought looking at my blog post covering the topic, Adam Connell at Blogging Wizard, awesome blogging tips blogger, Make sure you follow him, guys. He's at bloggingwizard.com. He referenced this stat, which I referenced my post. Of course, it's him. Dropped a link to his blog. Of course, that's how you do it. <clears throat> 600 million blogs are read by 77% of internet users. Okay. So, roughly 8 out of 10 human beings who use the internet read some of over half a billion blog posts. Seven million humans, 600 million. Yeah, yeah, blogs are still relevant. That's just based on the simple statistics. So, of course, we would easily say, well, if 600 million people or 600 million blogs exist and 77%, roughly 8 out of 10 people online, are reading some of these blogs, or more than one of course, then yes, blogging is still relevant as a choice. It's not dead. It's alive and well. So you really don't want to believe the outright, just you don't want to trust people who say that it's dead, that blogging is no longer relevant, that everybody's watching videos, that everybody's listening to podcasts. And yeah, I get it. As more people, you know, dive into their mobile world, aka go everywhere with their phone, stare at home, they're gonna be watching a lot more videos, they're gonna be listening to podcasts. I get that, but eight out of ten people still read six hundred million blogs. So that's not going anywhere anytime soon. And and one of the things you have to remember too, and everybody can have their perspective, that's cool, if people genuinely believe that blogging's dead. One of the things you do want to understand when it comes to basic human psychology, when someone tries to disprove some medium by saying it's dead, it's outdated, it's no longer relevant, it's no longer credible, it's no longer trustworthy, in most cases, if not all, let's let's be honest here. The person who's doing that is doing that for some fear-based, selfish, or greedy gain. So they want you to move away from blogging to their new YouTube channel that they're pushing or to their podcast. They want to get you away from what you're doing to make money off you or to gain a loyal follower or to drive you through their scarcity-based thinking. And that's why you never ultimately really want to outright trash 
or down some niche, some industry, and saying that it's dead, because in most cases it's not, unless it's fairly obvious that MySpace, yeah, it's probably not relevant now in 2022. <laughs> but if you're thinking, okay, is blogging dead, is blogging relevant, when you check page one, guys, and you see that 600 million blogs number and 77% of internet users still read, blogs, eight out of 10 people, then you have to feel, I know everybody's not gonna come across that statistic, but if you read that or you come across a number of statistics that show people still reading blogs and you intentionally say, well, I believe it's dead because so, then credibility comes into question. But ultimately, guys, again, everybody, of course, has a right to report what they believe because this is the world. We all have freedom of speech, which is cool, but you have to think about what's their driver. Do I trust them? Are they doing this objectively or as objectively as possible? Now, of course, I'm a blogger, so I tend to believe blogging is still, and want to believe blogging is still alive and well, but then I include not only statistics like that main one, but I delve into the fact that people will always read and write. So if you have the demand People will always be reading. Let's face it, they are. They're not going to stop reading anytime soon within our lifetimes. And I'm talking about the human lifetimes. Like even if a kid, even if a 10-year-old or an 8-year-old, well, let's say a 10-year-old comes across this, by the time they're 70, if they blog for 60 years, <laughs> I'm just talking about extreme examples, for the next 60 years, humans are going to read. We know this. When is that going to stop? because we're creatures of habit. Even if a lot more watch videos and listen to podcasts, they're still gonna read. So that means there's gonna be a demand for blogging. As long as there's demand, people will be writing. So you have people writing, AKA typing, and reading, AKA consuming. Blogs will still be relevant. Blogs will be alive and well for a very long time. So that's another point to really think about. Even people who love watching videos and who love listening to podcasts, they're still gonna read here and there when it comes to texting, both writing texts and, and reading texts. Um, various aspects of their lives, say if they follow the news, there's still gonna be some reading. Everybody's gonna have to come across the written word. And now more than ever, blogging is not only relevant, but critical and quite important as far as establishing your digital footprint because Google is giving precedence to credible, well-stocked, in-depth blogging resources, you know, really, really credible blogs over everything else online. It's really quite amazing. Like for one keyword for blogging income, I outranked, and I think I still don't on page any longer, outranked a billion dollar company twice with 10,000 employees. And here I am in gym clothes. Now, of course, I blog the right way for a long time. So don't get it twisted, guys. I really worked at this for a long time. So to make blogging relevant, it is relevant, but ultimately its relevancy, its importance is going to be based on the commitment you execute to blogging the right way for a long time, for many thousands of hours. For years of your life, you got it. It takes work. It's like anything. However, when you think about Google 
and how they're giving precedence to individual bloggers who do it the right way, who publish in-depth detailed content, who gain trust by acquiring backlinks from really trusted sites, authority sites in your niche. When any high-level site, any respected blogger links to you, that's a form of vetting in Google's eyes and obviously in readers' eyes too. So when you think about that, Google is giving precedence, big time exposure, a huge platform ranking blogs on page one, position one for highly competitive keywords. That indicates not only is blogging relevant, it's as relevant and important and critical as it's ever been. So it's a way for you as an individual entrepreneur to stand out. And I mentioned, I don't really pay too much attention to stats, but as of last week, According to Ahrefs, is that how I even say it? I don't really check it too much. 34,860 organic backlinks. I never asked anybody for a link. Point to blogging from Paradise. Now, some of the links are no follow comment links. I drop a lot, a lot of comments. I get it. I get it. So some of them are no follow, but I work for them because I read the posts and published the comments. I work for those. But when you start to process how an individual blogger scored 35,000 organic comments, that means 35,000 organic uh, backlinks, rather, 35,000 backlinks point to my site without me ever asking for a link based on my networking and my merit, the skills, the in-depth content, organic. It happened based on my creations and connections, not on me asking or pitching or doing link exchanges. That's staggering. And my blog isn't even that well established. I was not blogging the right way for a long time. You know, goodness knows how many links I'd had if I started blogging. And this is not the if thing. You don't want to do that, but I've only really been cooking over the past couple of years, especially over the past three to six months. I mean, like clearer and clearer driving more search traffic and gaining more visibility. But my point is, guys, if me as a blogger, just one blogger, can generate 35,000 organic backlinks, how could blogging be irrelevant? And I'm just gaining steam. And of course, it's through my community and blogging the right way for a long time. But if I can stand out as an individual blogger and outrank a billion-dollar company, billion dollar market cap with 10,000 employees and I'm one blogger who built his network and blogged the right way, that shows that Google and the world at large, you know, in general, really values well-stocked, researched, you know, thorough blogs run by bloggers who publish in-depth content. So when you think about that and you're like, wow, I could stand out in this way if I really work at it. Blogs are as important as ever. So don't necessarily believe, and of course you have to listen to your intuition and honor your path or your journey. People that say, people who say that blogging's dead because it's not. If it were dead, nobody would read blogs. If it were dead, eight out of 10 people would not be reading over half a billion blogs. There's only seven billion humans, guys. You have to start thinking about that. I mean, most people, when you really think about it, oh yeah, it's not that. But then you see not only is blogging alive and well, Google 
this monstrous, you know, the monstrous search engine, this massive, earth-shattering, influential source of content to answer questions, to find information. You know, entertainment is placing a premium on really well-thought-out, well-planned, and well-executed blogs, then it's a no-brainer. Blogging is the most relevant, critical, important medium for really whatever direction you want to move in. You could do it as an amateur to connect with an audience. You could do it as a business. I mean, more companies are hiring bloggers now as far as jobs. But really just think about the business application. As an example, I'll mention me and my wife, Kelly. We've been circling the globe for 11 years through blogging. So think about that. Imagine traveling nonstop if you want to do that, or even taking shorter trips. And instead of having to go back home to work a job in an office, or even obviously now there's a lot more remote work, you could just keep traveling and prospering through your blog. That's pretty remarkable. And not only that, Google's giving more precedence and power and just influence and clout to bloggers than ever. And again, it's bloggers who are doing things the right way, creating, connecting, building very strong organic backlinks. So blogging is very much relevant, highly relevant, important, critical, trusted. So if you want to use a medium through which you can help people and free yourself on a worldly level, blogging is a phenomenal way. So you want to be careful about listening to the doom and gloomers and the naysayers. Hey, again, they could say whatever they want. I get it. They can back it up with their statistics. And I get video marketing taking off. More people are watching videos. More people listening to podcasts. But there's another point that none of these people make. And it's that you can, and people do, invent videos and podcasts podcasts on a self-hosted wordpress.org blog. So when people are saying, oh, most folks are jumping ship and blogs are dead and they're not reading blogs anymore and they're all going to uh, follow podcasts and watch videos and people are mobile usage and blah, 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 consumption. You can embed these videos and podcasts on your blog to not own them outright per se, because most people use sites like YouTube for uploading videos and say Anchor for uploading podcasts. But you can put them on your blog. And as long as you don't break the terms of service, you own the blog real estate where you embed these videos. And if you don't break the terms of service, like you're going to be generating traffic and income through those videos and through those podcasts, but through your blog to build your brand and your business and to build search traffic and to build authority and trust and to increase your search. Now, video podcasting, they only offer you a video site, you know, say YouTube or whatever, or podcast, Anchor FM, Libsyn, whatever. They only offer you the ability, these videos or podcasting sites, to create and publish videos or podcasts. 
I can't go onto my YouTube and write an in-depth article and publish it under my name. You can only do that through your own self-hosted WordPress blog. See what I mean? Blogs give you the ability to sell courses, to sell ebooks, to sell manuals, to offer services, coaching services, consulting services, to place ads, to tailor the blog however you want to tailor it, to customize it, to build a one-of-a-kind brand and business. You can't do any of this to these other sites that are allegedly the most relevant. You can't build a brand through YouTube. I'm talking about a real brand. I'm not talking about, hey, I get how some people have had tremendous success, say, on YouTube. I get that. I get that. But I'm talking about building something that nobody else in the world can build because you design it, plan it, you know, say design it necessarily depending on your theme. It could be you hire a developer to create a bespoke theme for you. But a one-of-a-kind site, you can only do that through a self-hosted WordPress.org blog. A few other platforms, but WordPress.org is still way ahead of these other sites because of the support community and functionality and plugins. And it's just, it really still isn't a debate. So how can you create a one-of-a-kind look and brand through YouTube or through Rumble or through Anchor.fm? You can't. They own it. You don't. That's what people still don't realize. Blogging is dead, they say, but they don't talk about the 30 or 40 benefits of blogging right now where it completely trumps YouTube. You know, Anchor. And I love these sites and I use them. It's not trashing them, but it's saying synergistically both work quite well together, but only, of course, if you're running everything through your blog. So you upload a video to YouTube, then you embed it on your blog, include it in the post. Ditto for Anchor. Embed that, at least the link pointing to the podcast, because you own the blog. You don't own Anchor. You don't own YouTube. And it's a bad idea to migrate from a site that you own <clears throat> to close it because you think that medium's dead when it's so far from being dead to a site where you don't set the rules because you don't own it. You can't brand it. You can't customize it. It's really a no-brainer still, guys. And again, blogging's never been more important because whereas in the past people are able to game the system you know, the Wild West of blogging, I was involved, maybe not quite, uh, a little bit, but I was blogging back then. And oh, let's see what we got here. 9% off the kill. Oh, oh yeah, sorry, saying that. I have to turn off my phone pretty soon because the battery's dropping. Plus, actually, I'll probably, uh, what do we have? Gavin away. Oh, yeah, almost a half hour anyway, pretty soon. You know, the Wild West, the blogging, really, even before, when I started in 2007, 2008, it was just people could game search engines. People were ranking, like, e-zine articles and, you know, choppy English and spammy keyword stuffing. Google wasn't as sophisticated back then. So people could get page one, position one with a really low-quality, flat-out crappy article by stuffing keywords and, you know, broken English. Back then, blogging wasn't as relevant because low quality results were popping up on Google. People were trusting low quality content because that was the best that we appeared to have. Now Google is very sophisticated. I mean, there's so much more uh, discerning. So if you're making page one, in most cases, it's gonna be really good content. 
<clears throat> so that's why blogging is important because the most trusted content from bloggers, the best content, so the best content online, it's coming from blogs. It's coming from bloggers. So that online world saying bloggers are publishing the most trusted content, you kind of want to get in on that while it's trending in that direction. And I can assure you with someone who's been optimizing posts and ranking more and observing a lot of the top bloggers, bloggers are dominating keywords. Now, sometimes I'm saying individual bloggers. Sometimes, of course, you'll see some of these big companies, entrepreneur, Forbes, Business Insider, they'll rank. I get it. <clears throat> but you'll see them neck and neck with individual bloggers. That's pretty impressive. Now, you got to do the work, guys. And that's one thing just in closing. You ultimately make blogging, even though it's highly relevant and critical and important, it's not literally blogging itself that brings you the success. You have to make it relevant. You have to make it important and critical by using this really in-demand medium effectively by working your tail off. Because to rank on Google, to tap into that market where Google says we really respect bloggers and they're credible, they only rank your blog after you publish very in-depth, detailed content patiently and persistently, especially when nothing appears to be happening. And that happens for everybody. You're publishing these really in-depth, you know, patiently, really good posts, and you're not going to get any Google traffic at all for a bit, or maybe not much, and it'll be slow and steady because Google needs you to prove to them, to the algorithm, that you have a proven track record. So it's not about publishing one viral post or publishing one post, no. Google has to see your blog, the crawlers out there, the algorithm, boom, excellent content, boom, excellent content. Let's see them earn it over days and weeks and months. And it takes a lot of time to publish even one really good SEO-optimized, in-depth, valuable post because there's a lot of skills to learn. You have to do the research, which takes a long time. You have, I mean, this is the real deal, guys. This is how you really succeed. You have to format the post effectively. You have to link into, of course, publish the post to have internal resources on your blog. You have to link out to external resources. 1,500, 2,000 words, practice your writing. You're not going to write a clear, crisp post confidently with skill by writing only when you're publishing posts. You have to write hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. You got to write, 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 write to get, become a really skilled writer, even if you have natural, you know, inherent gifts in this area. So this takes a lot of work, but Google's saying we deeply respect blogs and bloggers importantly, who really put in the time to master their craft over years, many thousands of hours. But if you do that, the returns are limitless. The freedom's limitless. You could do whatever you want. You build a business online by writing and publishing posts, by networking, by monetizing it. It's quite amazing, the world we live in. But it all starts with buying in 100%. And you have to know why you're doing it. You have to really seek freedom and fun even though, of course, we know, yeah, you want to be a professional and make money, you have to love this gig because the money's not coming for a long time while you're practicing a lot. Never does. Nor should it, because that's part of the vetting process. You have to earn it.
like everybody. We got to earn it. We got to get clear in our mind and face our doubts and face our fears and not so much work hard, but just get clear and be the person who offers that value. So Facebook, I'm going to roll. I might chat a little bit more for the podcast. No, I was thought of 5%, so I don't really get it. <clears throat> Blogging is very relevant. It's as relevant as ever, as critical, as important, but you really got to put in the work and stick with it. Google will give your blog precedence in a major league way over the long haul. Got a lot of skills to learn, but it's okay. You will. You can and you will succeed. Don't necessarily trust people that say that blocking's dead because forget about the basic statistics I gave you, 70%, 77% and almost 80 out of 10 readers, 80% read over 600 million blogs. That's over a half billion. But just think, people are still reading and writing. So you have a demand and a supply. There you go. That's it. This is basic core, you know. Everybody isn't just watching videos or listening to podcasts. People are reading. They're consuming. And not only that, Google, page one for so many keywords, blogs are ranking individual bloggers, you know, running blogs on WordPress.org and other platforms too. But when you see that happening, guys, that's incredible leveraging when one person optimizes a post effectively, builds their friend network, <clears throat> their blogger friend network through genuine outreach and gains all these backlinks and links out. And it's just beautiful to see what one person with a team of really loyal blogging buddies, a willingness to be patient and persistent and to publish in-depth, detailed, valuable content persistently, what they can do. So I'm going to roll Facebook. See you later, guys. Thanks so much for joining, everybody. Much love. I appreciate it. And YouTube and oh we're at a half hour so i'll call that two for youtube and the podcast so that's it guys never delete i want to hold on to this here really appreciate you joining feel free to share any comments uh below and until next time you know what to do enjoy paradise all